Hey, greetings, everyone. Lieutenant Colonel Alan West, and welcome to the Steadfast and Loyal Podcast. You gotta light them up before they burn it down. This episode of the Steadfast and Loyal Podcast is brought to you by our friends at the United States Concealed Carry Association. Guys, the United States Concealed Carry Association, USCCA, was founded to help responsibly armed Americans like you. They're committed to providing life-saving self-defense resources to help you and your family be safe. When you activate your membership, you'll automatically get life-saving self-defense education, industry-leading training, plus self-defense liability insurance. Don't wait until it's too late. Click learn more below right now. And just as a reminder, the United States Concealed Carry Association is not an insurance company. A policy has been issued to the USCCA by the Universal Fire and Casualty Insurance Company. That policy provides the association and its members with self-defense liability insurance subject to its terms, conditions, limitations, and exclusions. We'll be right back. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Steadfast and Law Podcast. There's just a couple of things that I wanted to, to share with you and to talk about. You know, when you read the Constitution of the United States of America, the very first amendment in our first 10 amendments, which are known as the Individual Bill of Rights, you have the freedom of religion and the free exercise thereof. You have freedom of speech. You have the freedom of expression, the right to petition your government for redress of grievance, freedom of the press. But something is happening in America. Is freedom of accepted speech. Is freedom of agreed upon and accepted expression. Is freedom of the press that someone has to like and, and not freedom for any other type of press. And to me, that is one of the most heinous things that we're having when our very first amendments and rights and privileges are being violated. And of course, the founding fathers put the Second Amendment there to back up all of those other individual rights because you lose the Second Amendment, then you're just going to get steamrolled. But right now we're getting steamrolled anyhow. But yeah, they're still trying to undermine the Second Amendment. So here just recently, you know, I'm a Direct TV subscriber. Direct TV is a subsidiary of AT&T, and I'm not too far away our studio here from that really big stadium that has AT&T Stadium on it. The headquarters of AT&T is right here in Dallas, Texas. But this subsidiary of AT&T, Direct TV, they just bounced Newsmax TV off their platform. Now, of course, they're coming back and saying that, well, the reason why we did this is because there's some negotiation about the fees that we have to pay to Newsmax. I've been reading several different stories, and I know Chris Ruddy, president and CEO of Newsmax TV. I, I kind of trust the guy, what he says publicly. And he says there was no issue about fees. We, were not, we weren't looking at any increase in payment to Newsmax TV. 
And Newsmax TV is, yes, a conservative news outlet. And the reason why this whole thing about kicking Newsmax TV off really does perk up your ears, because one America News Network, another conservative outlet, news media outlet, was kicked off of DirecTV. Now, lightning striking twice in the same place, that causes me to ask what's really going on. Is this a coincidence? Nah. Purposeful and intentional? Yep. Because the other thing that you find out about DirecTV is that there's some 22, let me make sure I get this right, 22 different liberal media outlets that provide their content. And they get paid. No fees issued to them. Even one of them is Vice News, not exactly a very booming platform. But yet Vice News is still there. Newsmax, from what I have been reading and what I went back and researched, 13 million viewers through DirecTV to Newsmax TV. But now all of a sudden those 13 million Americans, doesn't matter, boot, gone along with One America Network. What is going on in our country? What is going on in our country where we have a government that is colluding with big tech organizations to censor the free speech of Americans? And yes, that happened to include even American taxpayer money going to a company like Twitter to suppress the freedom of speech, the freedom of expression of American citizens. And now we have two media organizations, Freedom of the Press, that have been booted off a platform. Why? You know, I remember, maybe some of y'all remember this thing called a fairness doctrine. That was something that the left wanted to float out there because they are so failing on talk radio. They were like, we, we, we got to do something about this. We're getting our butts handed to them. So they came up with this fairness doctrine thing. I love it how the left always comes up with the most ironic, hypocritical titles to things that they do. Patient Protection Affordable Care Act, Inflation Reduction Act, Fairness Doctrine. They weren't pushing for any fairness in the Fairness Doctrine. What they wanted to do was to force themselves back onto talk radio platforms where conservative talk radio was doing extremely well. So if you have a conservative talk radio program, you got to have a left-leaning talk radio program, even though nobody wants to hear from them. And to me, that's exactly in opposite what has happened here. This unfairness doctrine, hey, these conservative media platforms are doing pretty well on DirecTV. What are we to do? If more people start tuning over there and just listening for 30 or 40 minutes, and it contradicts the message, the narrative, the talking points, they're out there on the alphabet soup media, legacy media, mainstream media, whatever you want to call it. I just call it the leftist propaganda platforms. I mean, have you ever stopped and listened to MSNBC? And sometimes you have to. Get a bottle of Maalox, Pepto-Bismol, Tums, whatever it is, and you got to listen to them. Because you've got to be able to understand what they're saying. You've got to be able to make that comparative argument against what they're saying. Now, it is laughable, but you need to know the stories that they're omitting on purpose. 
Because lots of times when you turn over to a Newsmax, a One America News Network, a Fox, you hear things that are being discussed they're not even talking about on the other side. And why is that? Even Bill Maher came up recently and asked someone from MSNBC, why was it that people that listen to their platform believe that, I don't know, 55, 60, almost 70% of Americans were getting hospitalized because of COVID when the actual number was 1%. See, that's why we need to have these other platforms out there. But if we're getting down this point of propaganda, this is George Orwell's 1984. This is control of messaging. This is something that Mr. Goebbels, the minister of propaganda in Nazi Germany, and oh, by the way, Nazi stood for National Socialist Party. He'd be happy to see what's happening here in America where we're taking off certain media platforms. The government is trying to dominate a narrative. The government is colluding and working with private sector organizations to get a certain message out. This is censorship. And so when you have a government that knows that they cannot do it themselves, and they go to a private sector company to do it, they're still just as guilty, especially when they're using American taxpayer dollars to do it, as we know they did with Twitter. That's why the left was so apoplectic about Elon Musk buying Twitter. Elon Musk, who was once their darling, you know, Mr. Tesla, Mr. Electric Vehicles, Mr. EV, they loved him. Now all of a sudden he started to not drink the stupid juice and start saying, hey, something's going on. I can't effectively run my business out here in California, so I'm going to move to Texas. Something's going on. What's happening with free speech? So I'm going to look at this company here called Twitter, which is failing anyhow. I'm going to buy it. Oh, that took him from being darling to devil in the eyes of the progressive socialist left. This is what they're trying to do. This is what their goal and intent is. If they can control the narrative. I wonder if you turn over to some of these alphabet soup media outlets, how much are they talking about what's going on in East Palestine? Palestine, Ohio, where it seems that our federal government has completely dismissed, disregarded, ignored what is going on. Mayor Petey, head of the Department of Transportation. You know, the guy that says roads are racist. Why isn't he there in East Palestine, Ohio? Joe Biden. Why has he not been to East Palestine, Ohio? And I bet no one is reporting about that or talking about that on ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN. Well, CNN's got problems with Don Lemon. I don't know where this Lemon came from, Don Lemon. And MSNBC, they're not talking about that. I want you to think about something. And I'm sure you've heard this previous to me saying it, but this was really something else to wake up on President's Day. United States of America, President's Day. And our president ain't here. Our president's in Ukraine. Now, I, I do not want to see innocent women and children suffer at the hands of a tyrannical dictator. And that's what Vladimir Putin is. 
But on President's Day, to wake up and see our president in Ukraine talking about giving them more of the money that we have, instead of that going through the process of appropriations through the House of Representatives or through the Congress, and the House of Representatives really is the owner of the purse strings, we're talking about $113 billion in one year going to Ukraine. Now, what do I think they need? They need the means by which they can control their airspace. They need fighter jets. They need shoulder-fired surface-to-air missile systems. They need the artillery systems to give them long-range parity. But $113 billion and now another $500 million when you have people in a town in Ohio who are suffering from a chemical leak and FEMA, our government says that we're not going to give you anything. We're not going to declare a state of emergency in Ohio. Really? But yet there's more of a state of emergency that affects the American people in Ukraine than it is here. You're going to promise that you're going to give them money to pay for pensions. What does that have to do with an illegal incursion or an invasion of Ukraine by Russia? Paying their rental, uh, you know, debts or, or anything like this. What does that have to do? When you have homeless and jobless veterans here in the United States of America, you got a fentanyl crisis here in the United States of America, a human and sex trafficking crisis. You got a border here in the United States of America that is wide open. Five to seven million people have come in illegally. One to one point five million gotaways. We don't even know where they are. But one hundred and thirteen billion to protect the sovereignty of Ukraine while you don't want to protect our own sovereignty. Now, understand this. If we were taking care of business at our border, I could understand maybe helping Ukraine out. But it's a slap in the face to the American people, Mr. President, and I use that term light, lightly. When you are there in a foreign country on President's Day, giving them things that you won't give to the people that you swore to uphold the rule of law and the Constitution for them. I don't get it. I don't know where your head is. <laughs> I kind of do know where your head is. In the Airborne, we used to call it the fourth point of contact. If you don't know what that is, look it up. But you need to unstick your head from that orifice and get back here and start taking care of the business of the American people. The ranchers along our border who are suffering, their property is being destroyed, their livestock are being lost, but yet you're writing another check over to Ukraine. And where's all that money going? I did not know that we signed up to prop up their country. I didn't know this was about democracy. Like I said, I understand protecting the lives of innocent men, women, and children who are being indiscriminately targeted. But we're not supposed to be paying for their pensions, their rent, basically putting them on welfare, just the same as you are put all of these millions of illegal immigrants here in our country on welfare as well. When are you going to put the American people first, Joe? And I'm starting to really believe that you are compromised. 
that Mr. Zelensky knows that, man, I can just keep turning the screws on this guy because we don't want the truth to come out. He doesn't want the truth to come out about Hunter Biden, Verisma, and all that. And I'm not being a conspiracy theorist, but I'm just looking at logical, reasonable deductions from what I see happening. Why hasn't there been an audit? How do we know where every single penny of $113 billion of American taxpayer money is gone? We are depleting our weaponry and weapon stockpiles for what? And oh, by the way, now, you know, China has stepped up and said, look, you don't get to tell us what to do. We're thinking about providing lethal aid, too. And you look weak as pond water, Joe. Anthony Blinken. Xi Jinping is going to head over and have a little chat with Vladimir Putin. You know why China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, the Islamic jihadists, where we see a resurgence, you know why they don't care about what's going on? Because they know that we're more so concerned about personal pronouns and gender dysphoria in our military. I just recently read a, a report where the United States Air Force has some 62 or 67 different pride events last year. Pride events. That's the focus of the United States Air Force. And in the meantime, our KC-135 strategic refueling, air, airborne refueling platforms, they're being grounded because there's a fear that they're tail assembly could fall off in midair because of a parts defect. Balloons floating over our country. Chinese surveillance balloons. But then, of course, the Hobby Lobby balloons, we shoot those down because we're just so trigger happy. We look like Barney Fife. Nothing's going right in this administration. This is two years in. We got to hold on for two years. We're losing our constitutional rights, freedoms, and liberties. They're undermining and usurping them. So our domestic policy is falling apart. Crime is up. The border is not secure. And we're dumping billions of American taxpayer dollars into a failed foreign policy. Elections have consequences, America. The good thing is that in a presidential election cycle, you get every four years to try to correct yourself. House of Representatives, you get every two years. Senate, you get every six years. One-third of the Senate get, rotates every one of those six years. If we don't get back to strong constitutional conservative governance, if we don't get back to the policies that enable us to have economic security, energy security, energy independence, border security, domestic security, if we don't get back to the policies that enable us to teach our children and not see what you happening, see what's happening in Chicago. Some f over 55, I believe, schools in Chicago, kids can't do math at grade level. We're losing. And we're losing because America has a loser as a president and an administration full of losers. Now, I don't know about you all, but I don't like losers. 
steadfast and loyal. Before they burn it down.